Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 133. Uh, been a couple weeks, but we're back. Or has it been a couple weeks? Yes, it has, right? Yeah, two weeks. Um, whatever. Lose track of time in these days. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're back. we got some stuff to go over and talk about. Um, and yeah, let's, hopefully everyone had a nice Halloween and um, is not getting... Uh, too uh, crazy about the whole election, but whatever it is, what it is, it's still going on as I'm recording this. Uh, they're still counting ballots or whatever. Uh, I don't know. Don't talk. Don't like to talk politics on this channel too much uh, on this podcast. Whatever you want to call this, uh, too much. So let's uh, let's just get to the good stuff. All right, as we we're gonna start off with uh, matinee moments as we normally do. Uh, not much to really talk about, unfortunately, for matinee moments. Uh, still haven't really seen any new movies. I watched a lot of, uh, I'm watching a lot of horror movies. Well, I was watching a lot of horror movies leading up to Halloween, but they're all old classics and stuff. Halloween, and Friday the 13th, and, and those sorts of movies. Uh, so nothing really, nothing new, uh, to really say, um, or talk about there. Um... You know, just the other, you know, only other real news was that Apple TV was apparently making a play for the James Bond movie, similar in the way to what, um, you know, Amazon ended up doing with Coming to America, we talked about last time, was where they just bought the rights so then they can stream it on their channel, uh, which will they will in December. Uh, I, you know, uh, obviously the Bond film keeps getting pushed back and pushed back, I think right now it's supposed to come out in April or May, maybe? I, I, I don't remember. Um, obviously, it was supposed to come out last April, I think, or May, something along those lines, and got pushed until November, uh, but then ultimately it got moved uh, again. Uh, but, you know, who knows what will happen when it's supposed to then come out. So for uh mgm or whoever i think it's mgm that uh has the bond films for them to recoup some of the money that they obviously spent on filming this because that's their big you know you know their big tentpole um is you know to sell it off to one of the big streaming services you know whether it would be netflix amazon um you know disney with hulu or whatever or but disney plus either way or Apple, Apple TV Plus, uh, you know, would that make sense? Would that work? You know, for something like Coming to America, I get that. For Bond, that's a little, that's a little tougher. Uh, just because you're not going to get the same amount of... I mean, I, unless they gave him like a ridiculous uh, amount of money. Because... But the, here's the problem, though, because you're banking, they're banking, they were banking on this film making close to a billion dollars at the box office if it was any good and, and performed, you know, in similar light to what the previous few Bond movies had done. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously that's what they were, you know, kind of, you know, million, you know billion dollars worldwide or whatever. Um, and, you know, even if Apple was going to offer them you know half that which i don't know what the number was or something there was rumors or something i forget what it was even if it if, or if it was said but either way 
you know, if they, if Apple came in and said, here's $500 million, and I don't know if that was accurate or the number, um, you know, the amount of money that they put into making this film and even the, you know, the money that they spent on advertisement, obviously leading up to when it was supposed to come out, I don't know how much they're in. It's probably like 250, 300 maybe. So for them to get $500 million back from Apple, you know, versus release it in the theaters, expecting to get a billion, you know, I don't know what they would make if they release it in the theaters now or a year from now. Because just because of the way everything has gone, first of all, A, even when it is kind of back to, you know, quote-unquote normal-ish, are people still going to want to go to the movies? Are those movie theaters even going to be open? Because let's be honest, if they're not making any money right now, they're going to have to close up shop. Um, you know, and... You know, so ultimately, would they even get that amount back on return that they get from Apple once things are back to quote unquote normal, and you can, you know, they can release it in the in the you know in the theaters and stuff? And the answer to that is, I don't think anyone knows. But based off what happened with Tenant, oh, definitely not. But Tenant, you know. It just was like, finally, like, all right, whatever, we're just going to release the movie. Whereas they could have done what Bond and, you know, and, uh, you know, Black Widow and these other bigger movies, Fast and Furious, Wonder Woman and stuff, have done and just kept pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. Um, And ultimately, at some point, you know, when there's a vaccine and things are, you know, the numbers are going down in terms of cases and... And people actually feel comfortable going out to a movie theater, um, you know. Sure, you know, you would have made more money, but like, I don't know. Like these movies just can't sit on the shelves for years, you know. And and you know, eventually they're going to have to go out. And I don't, I just don't know what that when that's going to be, what that's going to be, or what the kind of you know return you're going to get from the box office. Versus what you could get right now from a streaming service. I don't know. I mean, it's very up in the air. But, you know, if things continue the way they are right now, I got to imagine that some of these uh, studios pull the trigger and just like, here, here's the movie. Or, you know, the ones that are associated, affiliated with a streaming service already are just eventually like, all right, here it is. You know, sort of like what Disney did with Milan. You know, they put it on Disney Plus, but you had to pay a little extra for it. You know, until, uh, you know, until a certain point where eventually it will just be on the surface. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it is now or what, how that works exactly. Um, you know, because, you know, but I mean, that obviously brings up the idea, like, do you feel like paying, you know, because if you're going to go out and go to the movie theaters, that's an experience. That's something different. If you're just going to sit at home and the new Mulan movie happens to pop up on Disney Plus. Oh, it's like, oh, do you want to spend 30 bucks for the family to watch the new Milan movie? Or do you just want to click on the old Milan movie? You know, it's like you're already spending $8 a month for Disney Plus. 
you know, you don't want to spend an extra 30 to watch this new version of something that already exists. Um, I don't know. You know, so it's like, and I don't know how it did. You know, that's the thing. It's like, because they didn't, I don't think they released any numbers or anything specific. Maybe they did. I don't remember. But regardless, the point is, um, or maybe it was Apple that didn't release the numbers based off the Greyhound movie that they had, the Tom Hanks one that they, they got the rights to and released over the summer. That was supposed to be in theaters uh, last spring or something. But I mean, the point is, is the point is, there is, you know, no one knows what's going to happen. And, and, and it's still up in the air. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's, you know, you know, if it makes sense for these streaming services to buy the rights to these movies to put on their service. And whether that's just to put it on the service for people to, you know, that ha- have the service to watch. So, you know, Borat and the, and Coming to America, as far as I know, it's just going to be free. Or not free, but just part of the uh, Amazon Prime. Or do the Mulan route and be like, hey, you know, you can stream it through this service. Because, I mean, ultimately, I think that that for a lot of the studios with these movies might be the better way to go. Outside of being like, you know, because obviously some movies come out and it's like, oh, it's available on demand. Like, you can order it through your service or whatever and it's kind of like a standalone thing but if an apple plus is like hey we'll take this off your hands and give you this amount of money and we'll figure that out you know i gotta imagine that that might make more sense to some people than rather than or let's try to piece together something through this you know on demand people buying it i don't know i mean we'll see uh because i know trolls was did fairly well when that came out on demand uh back in whenever that was but you gotta also factor in the fact that if people if you know move more and more movies start doing this then you're gonna have a pile up where it's like if you're the one-off movie that's saying all right i'm gonna do this i'm gonna release on you know you know you know i'm talking about big blockbuster movies i mean there's a million movies that come out on demand every week that you've some of you've heard of some of you haven't uh i'm talking about the big blockbuster movies um but if you have one you know, I don't know. It's just like if you have one come out per month, then that's one thing. But it's like if you know, if it's more like the movie theaters, then you're—I don't know. It, it, you could, you could, uh, you know, hurt the market. You overflood the market, and and you know, it's just it could be. I don't know. I don't know if it will work. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. To be quite honest with you, I mean, the, the bottom line is I don't know. So why don't we move on? <laughs> because I don't know what's going on with movies. Eventually, I will watch some of these movies that are. I've come out on the streaming service. I just haven't watched any new movies. I don't know. For me, it's like I just haven't been in the movie mindset because I haven't gone to the movies and new movies that are coming out aren't the ones that we were wanting to see. So I don't know. But there's a ton of movies that have been out. So eventually I'm going to have to watch some of these because, you know, my, my movie total for the year is very low if I'm ever going to want to do that uh, post uh, the my rankings for next year or in next year for this year. Uh, although it's going to be really, really weird, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, the thing is I've been watching a lot of TV segue, uh, to small screen sweeps, uh, small, small screen sweeps. Well, wow, that's tough to say. Why did I name that? That, um, so I mean, I guess the big news coming out of TV right now is Mando. Mando is back. Uh, Mandalorian is back. Um, first episode aired last week. Second episode, as I'm recording this is 
available. I haven't watched it yet, but I will uh, today. Uh, I have to wait for Drew. He loves Baby Yoda. Um, although, he, he, he like, I want to watch Baby Yoda. I want to watch Baby Yoda. I turn it on in like two seconds. I'm going downstairs. I'm going to do something. And then he comes back, wait, where's Baby Yoda? And then I, he just asks me like every two seconds where Baby Yoda is. Even with Baby Yoda's on the screen, right in front of him, he still asks where Baby Yoda is. Or if that's Baby Yoda. And it's like, yes, true, that's Baby... Who Who else do you think that is? <laughs> but anyways, first episode was pretty good. Uh, big reveal, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. The big reveal, which at first I was like, wait, what? And then I... You know, you know, they don't come out and blatantly say it, so it's like, I guess there's a, uh, you know, sense of, um, mystery about it, but if you really, if you're paying attention, you, you'll you know what it is. Uh, but, Timothy Oliphant, uh, doing a little guest appearance, uh, it's fantastic, he plays a marshal, he's never done that before. Oh wait, he does that and everything. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but, uh. Uh, what else? Uh, but yeah, no, the second episode of the second season, uh, I'll be watching that as probably like in an hour or so. Uh, hopefully, or probably when I'm done recording this, to be quite honest with you. But, uh, what else going on? Walking Dead, uh, Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead World Beyond. Um, they're airing. I'm, have them on. I'm sort of watching them. They're happening. I don't know, it's, it's kind of how I feel about The Walking Dead in general. I mean, it doesn't even matter which show it is at this point. Um, you know, and and to be fair to the fear of Walking Dead, I definitely caught up on it over the summer. And, and I thought it got, was getting, got better than it was. But is, is it great? Eh, I don't know. It's okay. Uh, but it's, you know, stuff to watch. And, you know, it's fine. Um, maybe we're a little zombied out. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, moving on, uh, I did finally catch up on The Boys, uh, season two. Uh, it was enjoyable. I don't know, I don't know if I enjoyed it quite as much as the first season. Um, but it was definitely still good. Uh, you know, I feel like they upped the ante a little bit with some of the over-the-top violence and stuff. Which is fine. I know a lot of people are kind of eh about that, but um, no, it was definitely definitely enjoyable. Uh, I mean, you know, season one versus season two. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I still like. I don't know. It's it, you know, I feel like I still like season one better, but that wasn't to say season two was bad. But um, yeah, obviously they did the thing this year where they. Uh, I think they released the first couple episodes right away, and then they did the week-to-week, but I just waited until they were all up and then watched all of them, so it wasn't really any difference for me. Uh, I just had to wait a little bit, so I was trying to avoid spoilers and people talking about it and whatever, but, um... Yeah, it it was fine. Um, It was good. Um, I also watched Doom Patrol Season 2, which kind of is in the same vein of of, uh, the boys. It's kind of, you know, an over-the-top... R-rated superhero group, you know, type situation. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed Doom Patrol as well. Uh, they moved over to HBO Max. Uh, first season was on just DC uh, Universe, uh, but this year they did it on both because I still feel they're eventually gonna get away, go uh, 
you know, kind of combine those two. I mean, they kind of already have to some degree, but um, certainly Doom Patrol aired on both. Uh, that was week to week as well, but I waited until they were all... Because that was... I think that came out over the summer a bit uh, earlier. Uh, but I just kind of waited because HBO Max isn't available on Roku still. So when I was in my alternate site, <laughs> I didn't have any way of really watching HBO Max. But now I'm back home. I can play it through my PlayStation 4. So it was all good and I watched it. Uh, well, I guess I could have watched it on my computer, but I wanted to watch the TV. Whatever. It's not neither here nor there. I waited. I watched it. It was good. Um, again, comparing season one and season two, I don't. Mm, I feel like season one was still better. I, you know, it was kind of the same, kind of the same vibe. It was like, you know. And it happens a lot with shows like that. It's like the season one and and Umbrella Academy. I definitely felt that way. Where season one was much better, and season two is kind of like, meh. I don't know. Um, but like, there's just more to. I don't know. There's just more to tell in season one. Just because like you're, here's like oh here are all the characters and you're kind of getting their backstory and whatever. Where season two, it's like all right, you know all their backstory. Now let's do stuff. And it's kind of like if the stuff they're doing is kind of meh. Like Umbrella Academy, like season two of that was kind of, I don't, it was kind of like, what? What's happening? Why are they doing this? Um, you know, it kind of hurts the second season a bit. Sophomore slump, as, as it will. I don't know, but I, I did enjoy both Doom Patrol and The Boys. So, uh, so right now I started watching The Americans, which I haven't, I never watched. Uh, I heard good things. I'm like, five episodes in so far of like i think there's 75 episodes that's gonna take me a while because those are those are good hour-long episodes uh so yeah lots to catch up on that (laughs) uh still staying current with the current shows though um um which isn't a ton to be quite honest uh i mean outside of the walking dead and, and mandalorian whatever uh simpsons had their treehouse of horror the 30 first one i believe it was i always forget because it's whatever season they're in minus one because the first season they didn't have one because it was it's the season started after halloween sorry christmas um it was fine i mean i actually did go back and watch a bunch of the older ones which you know a lot of the older ones were really good because they were airing them on fxx like non-stop i mean obviously they're still on disney plus you can watch them whenever time you want but if you have disney plus uh but yeah, no, I mean, it was more it was more fun to go back and watch the old ones, obviously. But the new one was fine. It was fine. It was whatever. Um, I guess. And I, I guess you could say that about The Simpsons for the last 20 years at this point. It was fine. It was whatever. <laughs> it wasn't season 3 through 8 or whatever. But um, yeah, that's, that's fine. Uh, Goldberg's uh, continues to be solid. Although it's kind of weird now because they don't have the other show. So it's like, specifically this week's episode, and I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like, uh, Bill, who is Lainey's dad, gets married. But Lainey doesn't show up because you know she doesn't come back until schooled, which was in the future. But it already happened on the other show that's now canceled. So it's like, could they have bought her back? The other weird thing about the Goldbergs was, 
as I'm watching it, I'm like, wait a minute, that girl wasn't the same girl that was the other girl from last season? Or that person's not the same actress that was that character from last season? I was like, I, f- I feel like they've been doing that a lot. I remember last year, they actually made fun of that. Uh, because the girl that Adam was dating was a different girl. And then eventually she kind of just went away. Uh, which they kind of did with one of the character that Barry was dating this year. Who last year was dating at the end of the season. And then this season was like, oh wait, that's a different person. <laughs> but, oh wait, okay. I feel like they did that again. Um, uh, but whatever. Uh, it's, you know, it's Goldbergs, it's fine. Um, it's, it's fun. Uh, and then the game show's still going along. Who wants to be a millionaire? I uh, came back. The celebrities, or I think I talked about this before. It's celebrities, but it's also like first responders or something. It's It's been a bit confusing. Um, and then obviously Weakest Link. And uh, I guess the wall's done. The wall seems to be done. It wasn't on last week. It wasn't on this week. It doesn't look like it's going to be on anytime soon. So I guess they finished up the season. Which I don't, again, I don't know when that was from. Because they filmed a whole bunch of episodes and then they kind of got put on the back burner for a while because there was an issue with Chris Hardwick, which then got like kind of resolved. And then they said they were fine, but then the episodes never aired. And then finally they did. So I don't know. But um, I think those are all old episodes, but they're all done now. Uh, what else? Anything else to talk about in terms of TV shows? Well... I guess I'll bring up Saturday Night Live continues. Uh, so it's been interesting because they started up the season being of October and they've just been going straight through um, until this week. And I think then they're taking a break because obviously they want to get all the election stuff in. Uh, but now that the election happens, although we don't know the results yet, but uh, it's I'm assuming that, you know, they'll take a break for a bit after this, but. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you're gonna, you're doing all your political stuff and whatever. So, you want to get all that in as much as you can. So, they didn't take any breaks. They were every week live for the last few weeks. Dave Chappelle hosting uh, tomorrow. I'm recording this on Friday. Tomorrow night. Uh, which is kind of funny because I went back and I was like, wait a minute, didn't he host the last time this happened? He did. He hosted the first um, SNL. After the election in 2016. So I guess they kind of wanted to bring it full circle. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Interestingly, I don't remember them ever announcing the musical guest though. So maybe they're just not having a musical guest? Because they definitely won the... Last week, the episode, they it just said Dave Chappelle. It never said a musical guest. So, hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Does it say? No. This doesn't say. Um, But yeah. uh, I mean, it's been fine. Oh, wait. Foo Fighters. Okay. That's that's cool. Um, Alright, yeah. I guess the Foo Fighters are going to be a musical guest. That's that's cool. Uh, So Dave Chappelle and the Foo Fighters this Sunday. This Sunday? Saturday. Well, the Foo Fighters probably won't be on until Sunday. But... (laughs) technically speaking but oh they do the thing now and i don't know how many i don't know how many seasons i don't know how how they how long they've been doing this now 
but they do it live coast to coast now, which I guess makes sense because it was like, you know, if it's Saturday Night Live, but you live in California, you never were watching it live. So it's like if something crazy happened, you know, by the time it aired in in California, they would have been able to like edit it or change it or whatever. And I don't know if they did that necessarily. Like if someone like swore or whatever. I'm guessing they did. I don't know. Well, although, you know, at the, at the same time, it's like I feel like they're probably on a seven second delay maybe they are maybe they aren't i don't know and i don't know at this point who's on the who i mean i'm assuming all tv uses delays at this point but um maybe snl's like i don't know whatever point is foo fighters dave Chappelle, saturday night live tomorrow nights or whenever you're listening to it it may have already happened um but there you go um so, before we move on to Games for Greg, something I forgot to sort of mention in the movie section. Uh, Sean Connery passed away. Uh, obviously a big movie star, James Bond. I don't, I can't believe I didn't talk about him when I was talking about James Bond. I had it, had it written down, but then I didn't have it next to Bond, so then I forgot about it. Even though I then had an arrow pointing to it and forgot to... I have little notes, and uh, I can never... I always forget to read my notes. Uh, but, yeah, Sean Connery, uh, Bond, speaking of Bond, uh, passed away, I think it was Saturday? Might have been Friday. Last, I think it was either last Friday or last Saturday. I'd, I'd only heard about it on Saturday because I remember talking about it and it was Halloween. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously he had a great career with all the Bond stuff. You know, it was Indiana Jones' dad. So that that was that was a good one, you know. Obviously, uh, a ton of movies, ton of. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I Highlander, great one. Uh, but yeah, he hadn't really done anything recently. Obviously, he, uh, I, I guess, he was starting to suffer from dementia, um, and I guess you know, you know, I heard a story like he, he was offered a lot of different roles over the last twenty. So so years, um, even more, even longer than that, that he basically just turned down because he didn't get it. He didn't understand it. Like I guess he was offered the Matrix, Morpheus, and didn't get it. He was off offered Gandalf um, from Lord of the Rings and didn't get it. Then he did Extra- the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which I believe was his last film. Um, it didn't do very well. And I think he was just kind of like, I don't want to do this anymore, and that's fine. I mean, he was, you know, he had done a lot of acting in a lot of movies and for over a long period of time so uh i guess you know he was done with it um and you know it's been so that that movie came out when because i'm trying to think um i'm trying to think like so that if that movie came out in 20 2001 maybe 2003 okay so yeah i mean he that was basically he did like a couple of random things after that but like that was his big last big role and they kind of just disappeared and you know i get it you know he he was 70 something he was 70 something at that point um he was you know died at 90 so you know it is what it is you know guys you know one to retire and 
you know, enjoy the rest of his life or whatever. Although, um, sounds like he, the last few years weren't so great. He had, was suffering from dementia or whatever, but yeah. So there we go. Sean Connery. I feel like, uh, yeah, 2020 is not taking a break from anyone. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on for games for Greg. All right. So here we go fellas it's it's we're we're getting there uh the playstation 5 xbox uh series x and s come out next week next week as we head towards the holiday uh you know madness uh you know i don't know what it's gonna be like this year just because of everything going on um you know because like it's i'm assuming majority of people are gonna buy stuff online I don't think like the back Black Friday crowds are going to be very big or allowed to be, you know, furthermore, um, you know, and I, uh, the other thing too is because of, you know, issues with, you know, everything, the world <laughs> production on these systems. I don't know how many there's going to be available. I mean, obviously they had pre-sales and whatever, which were both ridiculous uh, and they sold out like immediately. And, but it's like how many systems are actually going to be available? And then, or through the end of the year, who knows? Um, again, I, I'm gonna wait. Just because I, I have my reservations about buying brand new systems. Um, and my biggest thing right now is the the whole hard drive situation. And you know, as these as these systems are coming, you know, kind of being, you know, you know delivered to the reviewers and you know people are getting them early and whatever um that's been the biggest complaint that i've been hearing is yeah it's like yeah these things don't have a lot of space um it's like the i think you know because the playstation 5 has 800 and something gigabytes but you know once they you know once you actually open the box and and you know all the stuff that's on it it's like 650 or something like that the the I think they said the Xbox Series X gets you like maybe 800 and something. Uh, That's supposed to be a terabyte. The Xbox Series S, like 512, you get 300 and something. And you know, and I know I've talked about this before, but the thing was like, oh, well, because of the way it uses the hard drive and blah, 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 the games won't have to be as big. Yeah, that's if you're using the old games. But if you're the, all the new games are gonna make use of the new system, and those file sizes are you know not gonna get any smaller, if not get bigger. So like for instance, the Call of Duty, the new one, um, which I'm blanking on the name of, Cold War, Cold War, Call of Duty Cold War. It's 133 gigabytes for the PlayStation and 136 for the Xbox. Now, what that extra three gigabytes is for, I don't know. But if you get an Xbox Series X or S, and it comes with 512, but that's really like 380 or whatever, whatever the actual number is, and 133 of that already, if you get Call of Duty, is you know, like what? What are we doing? And then it's like, oh, buy the buy the memory card or whatever. Oh, sure, yeah, because that doesn't cost $250 or whatever it is. It's like, you're, you know, it's like you only paid 300 bucks for the system. And you're going to pay almost as much for an add-on memory? Like, that just seems dumb 
So I'm going to wait until they figure this out. And they have a hard drive that's like 5 terabytes or something crazy. Or it's whatever. And it's affordable. So I'm probably going to hold off on that. Um, down the line. Uh, you know, so whatever. So, you know, m- more to come on that as they get actually get released in the next couple of days. I know, a week or whatever. Um, so what else is going on? So I find, I did play Mighty, Mighty, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on Genesis. That was the game that came up the last time. I played it. It's it's a fighting game. It's kind of weird. So like, and I kind of remember. I kind of remember from back in the day. It's like a fighting game, but like you progress in the fighting game. And you fight these other. Things. It's, it, I thought it was going to be more of like a a scrolling game. I guess maybe that's the movie one. I don't remember. Exactly, but you know, it, I played it for a few minutes. It's, it's kind of a crappy fighting game, you know. It's like if you're gonna want to, if you're gonna pick fighting games that are on the Genesis, there's a lot better fighting games than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But it's like you fight them as the guy, but then they go to the Megazord. I don't know, it, and then you choose the different Power Rangers. It's whatever, which you know, kind of what I thought when it came up. But it's like, yeah, fine, sure. But it's time to pick a new game as we move on uh, to new game, a new game for Greg, as as the segment is called. So let's pick. Uh, let's get up the random number generator so I can pick out um, the number. And what is the number these days? Scroll down the bottom of my list. Pick the number. What is it? Sixteen, seventeen, oh eight. Okay. 1708 and the number is 384 and I'm sure it's going to give me like a controller or something as it always is 384 are we looking at Nintendo yeah we're looking in the Nintendo zone 384 is Bad Dudes on the NES. That's a good game. That's a game I actually owned um, when I was little. Like, I actually had that. Um, I don't know that I still have my original copy. I do have it, obviously. Or if I had sold it and got and bought it back. I can't remember. I don't know if it's my original copy or not. I feel like it's not. I feel like I sold it off. Yeah, I feel like I sold it off. But, in, rega- in, in regardless... Um, I know it was the arcade version, which is probably superior, but the you know the NES version was pretty solid from what I remember. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't remember why I got that game specifically. It's probably a gift or something. Like I don't really like. It wasn't like for me going like I didn't. I don't remember playing Bad Dudes in the arcade. So for me to be like, oh, I want this Bad Dudes game because I know it from the arcade. Like I don't really think that would make sense. Or maybe I rented it at one point and thought, oh, this is a cool game. I want I want it. Or a friend had it or something. I don't remember. But regardless, I had it when I was a kid. And now I get to re- re- relive it. Um, go back to the... Back to my youth. And relive Bad Dudes on the NES. So there we go. And that's going to do it for Cancer Greg. Let's move on to uh, Concert Concerto. Not really much to say. Uh, ACDC's new album comes out next week. The new song is fine. It's ACDC. Um, 
Offspring released a cover of Christmas Baby Come Home. Uh, Please Come Home. Or whatever it's called. Uh, Is that what it's called? What the hell is it called? Uh, uh, Offspring. Baby Please Come Home, right? But that's not the name of the song. It's Christmas, right? The one that... I forget who did the original. And probably gonna bother it's gonna bother me that i don't remember the original i know you two did a version in the 80s um yeah baby please come home Ugh. uh I forget, who did the original come on this is gonna bother me christmas i mean we're getting there though i mean that's my point i suppose is we're getting to christmas time even though you know thanksgiving is still like three weeks away <laughs> or whatever um but um yeah, the, I mean, I, I enjoyed the U2 version. Uh, and why is this bringing up Mariah Carey? Um, who did the original version? I just want to know. Darlene Love. There we go. Um, that's that's who I was thinking of. Or that's who did the original. Which was featured in Gremlins. The beginning of Gremlins, if you are familiar with Gremlins. Uh... Which is around the same time that the U2 version, I think, came out. But, regardless of any of that, it's fine. Throw it in on the Christmas playlist. It will pop up and people are like, wait, who does this version? I'm like, ah, oh, this is the Offspring? Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, the Christmas stuff coming out. I don't know if there's any other cool new Christmas songs out there or albums or anything. I haven't really looked. I mean, it was just Halloween, so it's like I'm not quite in the Christmas spirit yet. Although... All of the Christmas music stations are popping up. Um, even the Hallmark Channel is all Christmas movies now. And the other, and if you question question why I wanted, yeah, if you question me as to how I know that, I was watching Frasier, late night Frasier, and then they were like, "Coming next week, new Christmas movies." I'm like, "What?" And that was like two weeks ago. Um, all right, let's move on to sports splash zone. The Dodgers won the World Series. Um, not without controversy, for sure. Uh, but that gives L.A. two championships in the last, you know, month and a half or whatever it was. Uh, or no, m- last month. Like when I don't know when the Lakers win. That was yeah, it was less than a month ago. Um, so yeah, that's dumb. But whatever. Uh, but no, the controversy, Justin Turner, which I still don't understand. Like so. He comes out of the game in like the 8th, 7th, 8th inning or something like that. And everyone's like, well, that's weird. Why would they take him out of the game? And then it came out that he had tested positive for COVID. My question is, why was he even... Like, why... How... Like, the tests happened to come in in the middle of the game? Like, where's the timing on that? Shouldn't they have timed it so that the tests were back before the game started? So that way anyone had COVID couldn't play? Wouldn't that have made a lot more sense? Um, so anyways, then he leaves the game because COVID, but then they win the world series. He comes back out and celebrates on the field with the team. And I don't think he was wearing a mask or if he was, it wasn't being a good, cause I definitely saw pictures of him like standing around everyone, not wearing a mask and he has COVID. So yeah, um, that's not good. <laughs> 
that's kind of stupid. Again, if you are getting tested for COVID, what's the point of the test coming in in the middle of the game saying you got it if you've already been playing the game for hours? Like, it the, it boggles my mind as how, like how dumb that is. Like, why, what was the point? Like, why were you even bothering to test them if you, the tests weren't going to come back before the game started? Like, I don't understand what happened with that. Like, you you tested them, and you're just like, oh, no, you're fine. And then it's like, oh, wait, you're not fine? Like, I, I don't know. I, have, I didn't read into it anymore, so there might be more information out there. I'm not. I'm not the news source here. I just. I just know what I've heard and what. I, what I saw, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's so weird and didn't really make any sense. Like, wh- why are you taking a guy out in the middle of the game for testing positive for COVID? Why is he even playing in the game if that was even even a question? Like, if you tested him, wait till the tests come back. If he's positive. He doesn't get to play. If it's negative, then fine. He gets to play. Um, so I don't. I'm, I'm still confused by that whole thing. But like I said, it is what it is. Um, so uh, the NFL rolls along, not despite its issues as well. I feel like they've just kind of said, "Forget it. Whatever. We're just playing these games, no matter how many people have COVID or or whatever." Uh, Matthew Stafford was the, one of the latest guys to have COVID. Um, still, some some somewhat up in the air whether or not he's going to play. I don't think they initially they said he might, but now I feel like he said they, they said he won't. Uh, but like last night, San Francisco 49ers and the and the Packers all both played, and both teams had guys that had to not play because either they had tested positive or they just been around people, which is weird because like if you're on the team, aren't you around everyone at some some point? I don't know. Seems like a mess, but it's moving forward. Uh, also a mess, the Patriots, because they're not playing well. <laughs> uh, they had a chance to, you know, at least tie the game on su- Sunday against the Bills, and then Cam, New- Cam Newton fumbled, and the game was over. So awesome. Uh, in 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 uh, breaking baseball news, actually, let me go back to baseball for a second. Alex Cora is being rehired by the Red Sox. So. Obviously, Alex Cora got in trouble for being with the Astros and all the Stein-stealing scenario. He got suspended for this year. Um, you know, he was exonerated from anything with the Red Sox. Obviously, what the Red Sox did versus the Astros did wasn't as bad. The Red Sox did get fined and lost a draft pick, but obviously, no, no one got, no one specifically got suspended or anything like that. But the Red Sox, because Cora got suspended from the Astros portion of it, had fired him. But now his suspension's up because the season's over, and now they rehire him. So it's kind of weird because, like, what was the point of firing him if he was going to be suspended anyways to then just rehire him? I don't know. It it, it looks doesn't look great <laughs> from a, from optics standpoint. Um... Now, whether it will turn out well from an on-field thing, I don't know. Uh, obviously, the Red Sox got a lot of gaps to fill in their roster, regardless of um, who the manager is. So that you know, that's a whole other scenario. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. Yeah, breaking news. Breaking news. Um, in other news, 
not breaking news because it hasn't happened yet, but the rumor is that the NBA is supposed to come to an agreement. Uh, there was thoughts it might happen today. Uh, I guess there's a there was a meeting that was held. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it's it was early. It's, maybe it is today. I don't know. But the the uh, ongoing thought is that they're going to announce a return to play December twenty second, and this came out a few weeks ago. Adam Silver basically came out and was like, yeah, we got to start before Christmas. Uh, It's not financially feasible for us not to, uh, given that we're probably not going to have any fans this year, um, you know, for 2021 season, uh, or very limited. uh, So we're not going to be able to recoup any sort of money there. Um, And obviously they have a big uh, TV contract with ESPN, NBC, or sorry, ABC, uh, to have the Christmas games, and that those Christmas games are huge. There's tons of money. A lot of the deal is for the Christmas games. I think I don't know if TNT is involved in that. I know at some point TNT had some Christmas games. I think they still do. I think one of the games is still on TNT. Uh, so obviously there's money there for for the Christmas uh, game too. So for them to not have Christmas games was going to be huge financial downfall for them um excess of half a billion dollars that they would lose because because of that players weren't so keen on that they were like oh we just finished the season um you know obviously for some of the teams some of the teams have been done since (laughs) since march but that's a whole other thing uh but you know you know the contenders or whatever we just finished the season blah 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 you gonna have us turn around and do everything in that time span to get ready, you know, basically two and a half months to get ready for the season. We'd rather push it off until, you know, Martin Luther King Day was that was kind of their thought process. But basically, I think, you know, the league was basically like ran the numbers for him. It's like, hey, listen, we don't start here. You're moving. We're losing this amount of money. You know who loses that money to you guys? Because obviously they have to scale back the salaries because of the 50-50 split. And uh, let's talk about escrow and all sorts of n- nonsense. But. If there's no money to get paid, there's no money to get paid. Um, basically, what it comes down to. So, but the players are probably like, all right, well, let's, you know, if we, whatever. Of course, then the the flip side of that is a lot of players are like, well, you know, they could start the season, but I'm not coming back till January or February. So some of the old veterans are kind of playing the whole, like, yeah, we'll be back at some point. <laughs> so I don't know how that's going to play out specifically. But, you know, if they're free agents and just don't sign anywhere... There's nothing you can really do. Um, but the other thing, too, is that's kind of weird to me that I'm kind of looking at is the draft. So the draft's coming up on the 18th, I believe, November 18th. And for whatever reason, they decided to push the draft off. And I don't quite get that because normally, in a normal season, when you know the draft's like a week after the NBA Finals ends. So I don't know why they would have to push everything back for this draft when normally you wouldn't and then it's like normally the you know season ends drafts the next week the week after the draft usually is when free agent starts agency starts but for whatever reason they're taking they took this whole like month off to then have the draft coming up and i don't know when free agency is supposed to start but they're talking like december 1st or something along those lines for training camp to start back up and obviously games are going to start on the 22nd if so it's going to be very, very, very quick. 
And and I don't know why they pushed. And I think maybe they pushed everything off just because they didn't know what the plan was going to be going forward. And I, I guess that makes sense. But it's like it's like with the draft, it was kind of weird to me. It's like these kids want to are coming out of school. Like we know these kids are coming out of school. Uh, you know, they would have gotten drafted back in June. You know, and now here we are in October and now November. It's like why why do we have to wait for the draft? I don't I don't know. I guess part of that too is maybe they had to run the numbers versus like what the salary is going to be, salary cap and stuff is going to be. I don't know. But everything got pushed back and pushed back and then pushed back even more than it would have normally have been. But then here they are. All right, we got to start the season. And I get it. You got to start the season. You know, because a lot of, you know, they have to have 72 games to reach the the television, contractual television things. So they have to set 72 game season. Um, and then they're talking to doing another play-in tournament thing. But then you have the playoffs and you have to have this all over by the end of July because then guys got to get ready to go play for the Olympics because, you know, assuming the Olympics still happens in July and who knows what's going to happen with that. But, um, you know, so I don't know. It's, it's a whole mess. We'll see what happens. Uh, still haven't heard much of anything from the NHL when they're going to start. Um, mm. But, you know, yeah, I mean, they, they've said they want to get back on the normal track for next season. So not it's not 2021, but 21-22. Obviously, they got a new team coming in that year, the Seattle Kraken. So they gotta figure all that stuff out too. So I mean, when I'd imagine they'd get the season back and started um, around the same time as as um, as uh, basketball. Obviously, they don't have the same sort of rights, TV right thing, to uh, to deal with with the NBA for Christmas. Now New Year's with the Winter Classic is another story. But given everything going on, I don't think. There would be a point to have it the Winter Classic because what you just play outside in front of nobody. Like what, what would the point of that be? Uh, so I, I obviously I think they're going to lose some money off of that, um, but I don't I don't think there's any way to you know avoid that. Um, so whether or not they start around then or push it back, I don't know. Whether they have a full season or like a somewhat reduced season, I don't know. There really hasn't been a lot of chatter on the NHL uh, from what I've heard. NBA kind of been the bigger uh story uh in terms of that but um we'll see um one little thing to mention i don't really talk about college football too much but there's a big game coming up a couple of big games coming up this weekend florida georgia having their big matchup and then clemson and notre dame having a big one too Uh, obviously notre dame playing within the acc this year that's it's kind of a big deal but they're number four clemson's number one that should be a big game as long as the whole team all the both teams don't get covid in the next in the next 24 hours or whatever because there's been a bunch of that and teams having to cancel games and and all sorts of stuff too which is just it's been a total mess but um you know this whole year has been a total mess so it's not really surprising it is spread to college football <laughs> But yeah, all right, that's going to do it for Sports Splash Zone. Let's move on to Fights for Money. Uh, UFC 254, uh, I apologize. Um, yeah, uh, Khabib won. I mean, no big surprise there. Um, you know, uh, then he announced his retirement, which whatever that means. <laughs> 
I'm sure if they come crawling at his door and say, hey, you sure you don't want to fight again? He might say, after ah, sure, I'll fight again. I mean, how many times has Conor McGregor retired at this point? Um, how many times is all... I feel like all these guys have retired multiple times at this point. So, I mean, he's quote-unquote retired for now. We'll see what happens down the line. But um, there it is. Um, I, I only saw highlights. I never actually... I didn't watch the whole thing, but it, it is what it is. Um... All right, uh, but coming up this Saturday, we got a fight night. Uh, they're back in Vegas. Actually, they were back in last week in Vegas. So, uh, yeah, they're back at the Apex, UFC Apex, which is somewhere in Vegas. I don't really know what the deal is with that place. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the big fight, and let me just bring it up real quick so I remember who it is. Because <laughs> I was looking at like all the upcoming UFC stuff, and I forget which one is actually tomorrow uh tomorrow night 7th november 7th we got thiago santos taking on glover Teixeira in a light heavyweight battle as the main event of the evening is on espn2 the preliminary cards on the espn plus i believe starts at eight o'clock or the preliminary i don't know what time the preliminaries start on espn plus but the uh, main card uh starts at or maybe it's 10 o'clock let me double check real quick it's on ESPN2, so you don't need ESPN Plus to watch the the main card. It's You can still watch it on ESPN Plus if you want to, but um, let's see what we got. It starts at 10 o'clock. All right, it's 10 o'clock one. So there you go. 10 o'clock, Thiago Santos, Thiago Santos, San, Thiago Santos taking on Glover Teixeira. I'm going to go with Iago Santos. That's my pick. Um, So there you go. Nothing real else to talk about. I know the uh, Tyson-Roy Jones fight's coming up in a few weeks, but we'll talk about that later on down the line. Um, Yeah. All right. It is now time for turnbuckle time. Uh, first, we'll go off, go over what happened at uh, Hell in a Cell. So there's a couple at- matches got added. A few matches got added after SmackDown, uh, and then one actually got matted, added at the pay per view. But the first match was R Truth uh, defending the 24/7 Championship against Drew Gulak. R Truth got the win, but then this past week on Raw, R Truth lost the 24/7 Championship to Drew Gulak because Bobby Lashley. Had a match with R-Truth that was not for the 24-7 championship. Beating him up so badly, then Drew Gulak came out to cash, or to to, to uh, try and win. And then Bobby Lashley beat him up, but then threw him on top of R-Truth. So then he got the win. Okay, sure. Uh, next up, to start off the show, we had the Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, I quit match. I quit Hell in a Cell ladder. Hell in a Cell. What it, I quit Hell in a Cell match. That's what I'm trying to say for um the universal championship which uh ultimately roman reigns won he was beating up jay uso a bunch and then jimmy uso came up to try to stop him so then uh roman reigns uh started beating up jimmy and then jay said i quit to save his brother uh because he lost jay was supposed to acknowledge roman reigns as the uh the uh, tribal chief, or else he'd be kicked out of the family. He was hesitant at first, but eventually on SmackDown last week he did. 
and then he beat up uh, Drew Daniel Bryan. I want to say it was Daniel Bryan. I think that's who he beat up because he qualified for the Survivor Series team. He beat up Daniel Bryan. Pretty sure that's what happened. Um, next up, we had Elias beating Jeff Hardy by disqualification after Jeff Hardy beat, hit him the guitar. Jeff uh, Elias then had his album come out last week. It's not really an album, but it's like an EP. It's four songs. Universal Truth. It's not bad. Go check it out. Uh, it's on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Music, I'm sure. Uh, but go, yeah, go check it out. Um, then, uh, But then they had a rematch last week, this week on Raw. A guitar on the pole match, which Jeff Hardy won. Uh, so there it is. Uh, next up... Uh, Sasha Banks beat Bailey in Hell in a Cell match to win the SmackDown Women's Championship. I forgot a match. Reverse. Uh, no, there was an added match. <laughs> the Miz took on Otis for the Money in the Bank Championship, uh, the Money in the Bank uh, contract, after they had a uh, courtroom thing with JBL and the Miz. Uh, Bribed JBL, so JBL made the match. And then um, The Miz beat Otis after Tucker turned on Otis. And then they did a whole why why Tucker thing. And he said basically, you know, Otis had been hogging the spotlight and it had been all about Otis. What about Tucker? Uh, then they kind of brawled. But then it was like, well, wait, Tucker's on Raw. Otis on SmackDown. And then they kind of didn't do anything with it. And then... Tucker was on Raw this past week and getting beaten by Ricochet in like two minutes to then set up a thing between Ricochet and Retribution. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> but there it is. Um, so, yeah, now Miz has the money in the bank. Uh, then, as I mentioned earlier, Sasha Banks won the uh, Women's Championship, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship from Bailey in the Hell in a Cell. Then Bobby Lashley, they had a retribution versus Hurt Business thing, and they chose someone from the Hurt Business to fight someone from Retribution. I apologize, my dogs are barking. All right, um, what was the thing? Yeah, so Bobby Lashley chose from the Hurt Business, and then they chose Slapjack from Retribution. U.S. title was on the line, but Bobby Lashley won pretty easily. Um, and then finally in the main event of the evening, Randy Orton defeated Drew McIntyre in a Hell in a Cell match to win the, the WWE Championship. Which is a bit surprising just because I thought they were going to kind of end this feud. Drew McIntyre move on to something else. You know, you'd already beaten them a couple times. But then I was like, well, you know, a lot of people were kind of questioning. It's like, you, you already had him beat him twice and now he loses. Like, I don't get it. But this is a Hell in a Cell. That was the thing. Drew McIntyre had never been in Hell in a Cell before. Randy Orton obviously had been in plenty and won plenty. So for him to win in Hell in a Cell kind of makes sense. You add the extra factor of Hell in a Cell. Then you have Randy Orton win. I get it. I mean, I don't know what they'll, they're going to do with it necessarily going forward. But I get it. Um, so what's next? Well, since Survivor Series is SmackDown versus Raw, right now it's going to be Roman Reigns against Randy Orton. Um, which they really haven't done anything with yet. Obviously, the other, the other title guys are going to... Other people with titles are going to face the other people with titles from the other show. Um, unless, you know, something changes and titles uh, are changed or whatever. But as of right now, it would be Street Profits versus 
uh, New Day, Bailey, or sorry, Sasha versus Asuka, uh, Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn, and Roman Reigns versus Drew, uh, uh, Randy Orton. And then there's also going to be the five on five uh, men's match, which right now the Raw team is Sheamus, Braun Strowman, AJ Styles, and Keith Lee. SmackDown so far, it's just Kevin Owens and Jay Uso. The women's team for Raw right now is Mandy Rose, uh, uh, Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Lana. SmackDown, I think it's just Bianca Belair. That's the only one that's qualified so far, I believe. Um, so, yeah. But in terms of the main storylines, you know, now we got Randy Orton as a champion. Drew McIntyre still wants his title back. The Miz got the money in the bank. And let's not remember, let's not forget what happened 10 years ago. The Miz cashed in on Randy Orton um, uh, to win the money in the bank in the same building that they're at the Thunder Ramon is at. Also, and there's a little preview for Survivor Series. Survivor Series is November 22nd. Which is exactly, which will be exactly 10 years to the day that The Miz cashed in to defeat Randy Orton for the WWE Championship uh, with the money in the bank. It's also 30 years to the day that The Undertaker debuted. And they'll be doing something with The Undertaker. It's unclear what. Assuming The Undertaker is going to be there in some form. Um, but to do what, I don't know. I've been doing a celebrating The Undertaker um, you know, all month, uh, leading up to the 30th anniversary. Um, but back to what I was saying, you've got Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre still wants his title back, the Miz, Money in the Bank, but now The Fiend's getting involved, because The Fiend doesn't forget. He remembers what Randy Orton did to the, the Wyatt cabin, or whatever it was, burnt it down, so... And now Alexa Bliss is with the Fiend, so she's getting involved as well. Um, so I don't know what it's going to lead to, because Survivor Series is obviously supposed to be SmackDown versus Raw, so I don't necessarily know it's going to do anything specifically for that. Although The Miz could cash in. You get Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre involved in some way. With The Fiend also. Maybe we're looking at Fatal 4-Way Ladder... Tables, ladders, chairs match with TLC next month. I don't know. Uh, the Miz cat with the Miz as champion could happen. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but um, yeah, right. So that's all we got for Hell in a Cell. Then we had Halloween Havoc on NXT this past or last Wednesday, I should say. Uh, Johnny Gargano beat um, Damian Priest. In a, what was it? A trick or street fight? No. No, Devil's Playground match. Which was ultimately just a Falls Count Anywhere match. I guess that that's what it seemed to be. Uh, Johnny Gargano got the help of a person dressed up in a scream outfit. And beat uh, Damian Priest for the North American Championship. Uh, Rhea Ripley beats... Um, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Dexter Loomis beat Cameron Grimes in a... What was it? Haunted Horror House match? Whatever whatever it was called. 
Uh, it was kind of weird. It was fine, but it was weird. It was like a cinematic thing. Michael Hayes was involved. Um, for some reason, uh, they drove Cameron Grimes to the house, and then there was a bunch of zombies and stuff. There was a zombie referee. But then he left and went back to the arena, and then all the zombies followed him, and Dexter Loomis ended up beating him. Um, it was kind of a match, kind of wasn't a match. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But whatever, Dexter Loomis won, I suppose. And then finally in the main event, uh, in a TL, TL Scream match, basically a TLC match, uh, Io Shirai beat uh, Candice LeRae. And to retain the title... Despite help from the Scream, Scream person. so And now it seems like they're going with Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai at uh, TakeOver, which is December, the first Sunday in December, I believe. Uh, Johnny Gargano is defending the title next week. Um, Pat McAfee uh, and is you know now aligned with uh, sorry, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, who are the tag champions, but they also had Pete Dunne join their group. Uh, he was gonna, uh, so basically what happened was, uh, Pat, Pat McAfee showed up with Danny Birch and, and this was on Halloween Havoc and, um, Oni Lorkin, they kind of called out Kyle O'Reilly because he was the only one that was one it wasn't attacked the week before uh he came out said oh, i got a tag partner it was pete dunn but then pete dunn immediately turned on him so now it seems like it's setting up the kings of i think they're called they're calling themselves the kings of nxt or something along those lines i don't totally remember they'll probably be taking on undisputed error that'd be my guess they might do war games since they never got to do war games but if they're gonna do war games the problem is is they're gonna have to do that Thunderdome or somewhere else because that wouldn't really work at the performance center or the or the Capital Wrestling Center or whatever they want to call it. Or they might just do some sort of four on four, maybe like a Survivor Series type match. I don't know. But it seems like that's what they're setting that up for. Um Yeah, and then Finn Balor, I don't know when he'll be back. He's obviously the champ right now, but he's got um injuries, broken jaw, so hopefully he returns soon. Uh, Oni Lurkin and Danny Burch are defending the tag titles against um, Brizongo in a rematch next week as well. So, yeah. Things are happening. NXT land. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else to talk about? NXT UK. Great match between Ilya Dragunov and Walter last week. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on the network. It was fantastic. Great match. Um, it's hard-hitting. It's brutal. It's kind of weird without fans and stuff, but it's, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it's something, man. Uh, go check it out. Definitely a great match. Um, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into AEW and full gear coming up this Saturday, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night on pay-per-view. It is, let me double check. I want to say it's eight o'clock, seven o'clock date of the pre-show. There's actually a preview show on TNT tonight at 11, I believe. Or sometime tonight. I think it's 11. Uh, Countdown to Full Gear. Or whatever it's called. Um, Countdown to Full Gear. Yes, exactly. And then the pay-per-view itself. 
is next on um, is tomorrow excuse me um and it starts at uh pre-shows at seven and then it starts at eight o'clock 60 bucks on cable system it might be different prices on other things i think you can get it on bleacher live or bleacher report live or what other things called as well um so yeah check it out if you want um yeah so all right let's go down the card there are currently nine matches scheduled. The first one's on the pre-show, the buy-in, I think it's called. Um, and it's Serena Deep defending the NXT, NWA Women's Championship. It might as well be the NXT. Against Allison K. For some reason or another, the NWA Women's Championship has just kind of become a part of AEW. I'm not really quite sure why. Uh, it started with Thunder Rosa coming over and defending, but now things seem to be up in the air with Thunder Rosa after she lost the title to Serena Deep. There's rumors of her going to NXT or at least WWE or NXT some some somewhat some in some fashion. But then people are saying she's still in her contact with NWA. Um, but it's seemingly that she wanted there was talks with AEW, but now then she just dropped the title out of nowhere. So. Serena Deep taking on Allison K. Serena Deep just won it, so I don't see that changing hands. Um, unless some other nonsense is going on, which is possible. I go with Serena Deep. Uh, next up, we got um, Serena Deep. What did I say? Deep, deep, deep. Serena. Let's just go with Serena. Uh, next up, we move on to the main card. We got Orange Cassidy taking on John Silver of the of the Dark Order, which actually this match was originally supposed to be on the kickoff show or the buy-in or whatever it's called, and then they moved it to the main show. I don't see Orange Cassidy winning, I mean, losing to, I mean, I'm sure the Dark Order will get involved, but here's the thing I just don't understand. He goes from having a a huge profile match against Jericho in the Mimosa Mayhem match, winning the match, and then he was almost on the pre-show against the, the sixth or the fourth the, no, like fifth or sixth guy in line in the Dark Order. And it's just like, what? What? I don't get it. I don't, weren't you, you were, you're building him up to be the star, have him beat Jericho, and then he loses a couple times to Cody, or at least one, he has a draw with Cody, then loses to him, and now he's Barely making the pay-per-view against, you know, a fifth wheel in a, in a faction that people seemingly don't really care about anymore. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but anyways, uh, moving forward, <laughs> we got, uh, let's see, we got Cody, as we as we mentioned, defending the TNT, ooh, TNT Championship against uh, Darby Allin. So, unclear whether he's going to be Cody or Cody Rhodes, as there was some stuff went on. Uh, so apparently, WWE decided to drop the trademark for Cody Rhodes. Um, they had let it lapse, and then they refiled for it, but then they finally said, forget about it, we don't care anymore, or whatever. Um, at the same time, Cody Rhodes was trying to get Slamboree and something else, and he dropped that, so maybe they just kind of came to an agreement. Cody has said he's still going to just go by Cody, but he can be Cody Rhodes. 
which would make more sense. So whether or not it'll be Cody Rhodes or just Cody at the pay-per-view, or eventually I think it'll go back to Cody Rhodes, but for now, whatever, he's Cody, second on Darby Allen uh, for the TNT Championship, and I think he's going to lose. I think Darby Allen is going to win. Um, next up, we have her, her, Hiroki Shida taking on Nyla Rose for the AEW Women's World Championship. Um... I feel like this feud's gone on forever, back and forth, on and off. And she's been the champion kind of forever since she beat it. She, she won it from Nyla Rose. So I think maybe it's time to just give it back to Nyla Rose. I don't know. Their women's division's kind of, eh, not great. Um, uh, next up, we got Matt Hardy taking on Sammy Guevara in the Elite Deletion match. Which some say is probably going to be some sort of... Um, cinematic match maybe taking place at the Hardy compound. I don't know. This feud never seems to go away. It's been doomed since the start when Sammy Guevara got suspended and then he came back and then they had the match at the last pay-per-view where Matt Hardy basically got knocked out, but they still let him fight and it was the dumbest thing they could possibly have done. The optics was awful. The, you know, let alone like just not really factoring in Matt's health. Sure, he you can ask the guy if he says he's all right, but he visibly looks like he's... I don't think he... You know, it's like, well, is he just... He's just selling it. No, he looked like he was knocked out. It looked really bad. Um, so hopefully nothing like this happens in this match. And obviously, since if it's going to be a cinematic match, I think it should be fine. But hopefully this finally ends this feud forever. Because I'm just done with it. It's going on forever. It just needs to be over. And Matt Hardy's got to win. Let's just end it already. Ugh. It's just, I don't know. Um, uh, next up, speaking of things that seemingly go on forever, um, we got uh, Chris Jericho taking on MJF. If MJF wins, he will be allowed into the inner circle. Um, if he doesn't, then he won't. So I feel like they're going to continue the story, and the only way they can really continue the story is if he wins and is in the inner circle. And then we'll see what plays out from there. Because if he just loses and he's out, that doesn't go anywhere. So MJF will win that. Then we got the finals of the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. Uh, which they might have not even bothered to have the tournament. Because it was completely and totally obvious that it was going to end up Adam Page versus Kenny Omega in the finals. Which it did. Surprise, surprise. So that the fact that they even had the tournament was kind of pointless. But... Fine, fine. They had some decent matches, matches I guess. Uh, Ray Phoenix got hurt in Pentagon. Um, had to take his place in the in the semifinals um, against Kenny Omega, which was kind of like, all right, well, what? What are we doing here? What? Well, just, just put Omega in the finals then. Um, which they could have done, I suppose. Ray Phoenix and Pentagon are fighting again next week on, on Dynamite, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. Um... I'm going to go with Kenny Omega just because, I don't know. I feel like they're finally starting to make him a thing. <laughs> um, and I don't know, it just makes, I think it, it just, I don't know. I just feel like he's going to win. Um, then we got the uh, tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. We got FTR uh, defending against the Young Bucks in the match, dream match of the century or whatever. Because they argued on Twitter uh, for like a while. Sure. 
But of course, they have to add some stupid stipulation to this that they've already done the stupid stipulation a year ago. But sure, why not bring back the stupid stipulation? Uh, if the Young Bucks lose, they will never challenge for the for the AEW Tag Team Championships again. Didn't we already see this? Is this just a way they can like make U.S. tag titles now or something? So, because that's what happened last time. It was like, hey, Cody lost to Jericho. He can never have a title match ever. Oh, let's just make a new title for him then. So, what are they gonna lose? And then they're gonna make a U.S. like U.S. tag titles or something stupid? I don't know. I just feel like you can't do this gimmick twice with this. You know, you're not you're not an old enough company that you could do it twice with your elite guys. So I feel like the Young Bucks are gonna win, but at the same, I don't. I don't think they're gonna win. But why add this stupid stipulation in there? It's just dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. We already, we already, I already talked about this last year when it was dumb, and then a year didn't make any less dumb. And now you're adding. Yeah, it's just, I don't. Know, just like why? Why you like? It makes no sense. It's not like. It's not as if they've challenged for the titles like 15 times and keep losing to FDR and it's finally like, alright, if we can't beat... And and why is it the title in general? Why isn't it just them? It's like, we won't challenge you as long as you guys have these titles ever again. That's what Cody should have done. I won't challenge Jericho ever again if he has as long as his title. Should have done this. Because that, then you open it up later down the line. You can do this without having to backtrack. And then it's like, what are they even fighting for then? Why are they even a team? Why are they even here if they can't win the championship? Makes no sense. Because everyone should strive. The whole point of wrestling is you should strive to be the champion. Be the best. But then if you make another title, be like, well, I can win this other title now. It's like, what? no. What? Are you trying to make that title more important than your main title? It's just, I don't know. It's just all dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. I don't like it. With that said, I think FTR is going to win. Because they're going to do something stupid. Um... All right, and then finally the main event of the evening. Well, may, I don't, I don't necessarily know it's gonna be the main event, but in the world championship match, which may not be as important as the T- TNT championship match, anyways. I don't know. You got John Moxley defending the uh, AEW World Championship in an I Quit match, which we haven't just, we haven't seen an I Quit match in forever. Oh wait, we saw one two weeks ago. But anyways, against Eddie Kings- Kingston now. They seemingly do this a lot with the title, John Moxley specifically. They bring in some guy, um, you know, look at, um, I want to call him Luke Harper, but his, at Brody Lee. They bring him in, immediately give him a title match. He loses, and now he's not even on the card. Bring in Brian Cage, he gets a, immediately gets a title match. Loses, and now he's not on the card. Bring in Eddie Kingston, now he's getting a title match. And supposedly there's some sort of backstory between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. I don't know what it is. It must, must have been on the indie scene 15 years ago because I, I, I've never seen these guys in the same room fighting each other, fighting anyone ever before. I mean, Eddie Kingston I've heard of. I know he was in Evolve for a bit because he was on the, the, you know, the, um, the Evolve special that was on W Network last year. But, you know, as far as, you know, anything else, I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Eddie Kingston. He seems like he's, you know, pretty good on the mic. He's a decent performer or whatever. But her end was a walk in the company, and now he gets a title match. Same way Brian Cage did. Same way, you know, Brian Cage was at least an Impact champion. I mean, Brody Lee was at least, like, had won a bunch of titles in WWE and stuff. So, like, sort of get that. Um, I mean, Lance Archer... 
throw him in too. He was he got a title match as well. I mean, you know, he had been around for a little bit, I guess, before he lost to Moxley because he had a feud with Cody, I guess. But again, did I mention his name? Nope, not on the card. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're just gonna do the same thing with Eddie Kingston. It's like, oh well, John Moxley beat you now. You're probably not gonna be on the next pay per view. Not on the card. I don't know. It just seems a weird pattern that they're doing where they're bringing these guys, they immediately get title matches, and then they lose and are gone. <laughs> well, not gone, but like <laughs> they're not on, they're not on the pay per views. Like I don't. Whatever it is, what it is. But I, I, I mean, uh, to, to, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't see, I don't see Eddie Kingston beating John Moxley. I don't care what is John Moxley said about his mother or whatever, whatever that, whatever that storyline was supposed to be, which I don't quite understand because it was like, uh, what? It's like so these guys knew each other at some point. I mean, if it was like Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns they brought in and there was a kind of a whole backstory with them, I get it. But you're expecting us to know some sort of backstory that may or may not even exist and care about it from, like, before WWE that, you know, I, I'm just struggling to understand the story here, I guess, is my problem. If you just bring in Eddie Kingston and be like, hey, Moxie, I'm going to beat you up. I'm the new guy in town. I'm going to beat you up. Like, I've seen, you know, I've seen what you've done. I'm going to beat you up. Fine, but for for them to bring up, hey, 15 years ago when you went to WWE, you left me behind. I was like, left him behind where? I don't even know what that is. CXW or whatever normal, like, random place they used to fight at? Or whatever that, I forget what it's called. CZW? Maybe CZW. Wherever they were before they had the crazy matches. Where he, you know, John Moxie used to have all those crazy matches or whatever. I never watched any of that stuff. I don't know anything about that. For me, that storyline kind of just... It doesn't... I don't care. Like, it seems personal to them, but, like, the personal aspect is something that we don't know about, or if we do, we... It was from a long time ago, and might have been on the indies, and might not have been. Like, I, I don't... I don't know what they're referencing. Like, and I don't think I care. <laughs> You know, it's like, you're not showing me something that happened here. You know, and I guess that's, I guess that's the issue. It's like, you're, you're basing this off something that happened a long time ago somewhere else that is nothing to do with this company, but yet it's for your AEW championship. I don't know. It just, to me, I have a hard time focusing on what they're, what they're doing. And, and that's not to say it's bad. And I get it. They're still new. It's still relatively new company. So maybe eventually they'll figure it out. And listen, I'm not defending, I'm not, you know, defending, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, AEW sucks, WWE's the best, because there's certainly tons of stuff in WWE that don't make any sense either. I mentioned the Otis Tucker thing. So there's plenty on both sides. I'm like, it's, it's not an AEW versus uh, WWE thing. It's it's a, it's a, does this make sense? Is this interesting? Do I care? And for me... Some of these things just don't make sense, and I don't care. Orange Cassidy barely being on the pay-per-view after beating Jericho doesn't make sense. The Young Bucks copying the Cody Rhodes thing after, you know, he just did it a year ago. That's dumb. Cody Rhodes thing was dumb to begin with, but now he's a TNT champion, and 
is that better than the AEW champion? I don't know. John Moxley just keeps on fighting guys that just show up. Does that make sense? I don't know. And some sort of weird storyline. Jericho MJF? Okay. Omega Hangman? Sure. Those ones those ones are good. Those ones I get. FTR and Jung Bucks would be great, but they added that dumb stipulation. And it's just like, I don't, don't know I care. Or, not that, it's not I don't care. It's, I don't know that makes sense. It seems dumb. It just seems swervy to me. Like, and like, how do you play that out? You're going to play it out the same way you did with Cody? So you introduce a new title just for them to win? Like, I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching it anyways and seeing how it all plays out. Um, hopefully it's better than the last pay-per-view because that one was, last one was really long and kind of disappointing. Uh, so hopefully this one's a little better. And uh, we'll see. And then Pac, Pac is coming back. Uh, you know, Pete Dunne can come back. I guess Pac can come back. Although, I guess, I don't know. Because England's in lockdown right now. And I don't know what's going on. But uh, there was some other, there was another match that was announced for Dynamite, I think, too. And I don't totally remember off the top of my head what it was. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Whatever. We'll find out on Wednesday. Uh, but anyways, anyways. That's going to do it. I just want to thank everyone again for listening. Um, if you haven't checked out uh, my YouTube channel, I am back posting videos every day. So go check that out. Um, the last week and a half or so I've been posting videos. So that's back. Go to, you know, just go to YouTube, search One Man Renegade Podcast, bring up the channel, and then watch, subscribe, share, like all the videos, watch all the videos, like all the videos, share it with everyone. Um, hit the notification bell leave some comments let me know what you think uh, also check out the blog razorvader.blogspot.com subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher um, what else check check me out on Twitter at One Man Renegade check me out on Instagram One Man Renegade check out the Facebook page One Man Renegade Podcast do all that fun stuff uh, sorry if you're waiting for Drew. No Drew this week, unfortunately. Uh, but we'll be back probably in a couple weeks. We'll talk about Survivor Series and everything going on with that. Um, and we'll review what happened uh, at Full Gear and, and everything else leading up into Survivor Series. Talk about UFC. We'll see what's going on with football. Maybe I'll watch some movies. I'll let, I'll let you know how I feel about the Americans. I'll probably be done with it by then. Maybe not. i still got 70 episodes to go, so maybe not. Uh, or whatever else there is to talk about all the news and nonsense of the world. We'll get there. We'll do it. Um, so just want to thank everyone again for listening. And, uh, yeah, enjoy Full Gear. Enjoy UFC. Clemson and Clemson Notre Dame tomorrow is going to be pretty good. Football on Sunday. We got Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Big Sunday night matchup. Patriots are on <laughs> Monday night football against the Jets. Hopefully they can win. Oh, my God. If they lose the Jets, I'm done done over uh but no i think they'll i think they'll win on monday night hopefully but all right thank you everyone for listening and uh talk to you next time bye